Welcome to your business education station. This is Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Our mission is to educate women and people of color about the financial and legal aspects of business, personal finance, and changing your money mindset to create financial freedom. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Florence Seiler, CPA, and Attorney Althea DeVar-Johnson. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Mind Your Business listeners. You are here listening with us live on a Tuesday. Hi, Althea. Good morning. Good morning, listeners. And guess what Dr. Flo did to me last night? What? Told me to get dressed, <laughs> put some makeup on, because we are going to be on what? We're live streaming on Facebook right now, yeah. so you can go and mind your business. And of course, I got this idea from Dr. Pamela because she's always getting me up to date with technology. Every time I turn around, there's something new going on. And she's like, well, when we first um, started working together after I graduated, she said, um, well, you know, we don't have to meet in person. Remember, let's just let's just do some sort of what was a video video I chat? Know, it might have been Skype or something. And I was like, I was like, who? You're She's like, well, Skype I sent you a link. Yeah, it took us a minute, but yeah. I think we figured we it. it out. It took me a minute, so so now I have to behave. And then uh, and then Althea, you. Look, I'm behind Pam, out. but Althea, you even behind that. Althea's like, we're doing what today? Yeah. All I said is, I didn't even want to explain it to you, Althea. I was just like, just put on your lipstick. And just, and, and just show up with your sense. lipstick. Well, you look good. Thank you. It wouldn't have made any difference if you did try well, to I, it. Look, I, I'm excited today because I actually have a really, really good friend, someone who uh, worked with me and helped me make it through my doctoral program, Dr. Pamela Lardy. Hey, Yay. Dr. Pam. <laughs> Dr. Pamela is an associate professor of research and innovative business ownership who holds a Ph.D. in leadership for the advancement of learning and service from Cardinal Stritch University. Her research focuses on interpersonal relationships, self-motivation, inspiration, resilience, and post-traumatic growth. She is the founder of Inspiration, Inc., a company for students, aspiring authors, and future professional coaches who wish to empower others through their own unique gifts and talents. Dr. Pamela has written three books and contributed her research on first-generation college aspirants and college access as book chapters in three books. Her latest books are the three-time award-winning Letters to the Brokenhearted, which I love. Right Thank here. You. I read that while I was even doing my dissertation, and I don't know how I got that done. But <laughs> <laughs> I read that book, uh, and it was really, really uh, helpful uh, in, in some personal things that I was going through. And she has another book, Woman to Woman Advice, I, 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 on refocusing, rebuilding, and revolving. That's, is that the new that's one? That's the subtitle of the first oh, book. Oh, that's actually. the subtitle. Oh, okay. <laughs> new letters to the broken heart i didn't get past that yeah. and then color your life the coloring book series that is so cool published mm -hmm. with her cousin and so as a student affairs professional she received training in suicide prevention motivational interviewing and substance abuse abuse i'd love to welcome dr pamela lardy to the show thank you hey, good morning thank you glad good to morning. join you all well we're, we're gonna we're gonna 
going to continue a little bit of what we talked about on your show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we we, we talked money. Yeah, we talked about we 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 kind of you kind of got us into at first you got us into what was going on with this election year and all that kind of stuff. But then, as you usually do, you segued us into relationships. Love. I always love. talk about love. <laughs> right. So love and relationships. So, Dr. Pamela, how important is finance? to a healthy relationship. It's extremely important. Okay. Uh, you know, now it's not about now when you ask how important is finance, mm-hmm. um, some people translate that as how how important is it to have a lot of money. Okay. You okay. Know? Okay. So, yeah. well, it's, I, it's important to have some money. It's important <laughs> to have some money. It is. Uh-uh. But I think one of the things that I see a lot, especially since I moved here to Atlanta, is <laughs> women are counting the money. Uh, yeah. How much money does he have? How much exactly, money does he have? Exactly, yes. It doesn't mean he's financial savvy though. No, no, Leah, Leah, Leah. <laughs> let me, let me, Leah. I know you're just saying this is a this is a thing. I think too, Pamela. I don't know that it's generational. I don't know if this is generation gap, or I agree with you, or is it just the thing in Atlanta or some of the other big metros where, um, you know, and, and rappers sing about it all the time mm-hmm. because you know they're running into women who only care about their money. That's it. And so I understand that that's why they're talking about it. Right. Well, and you know, I don't know that it's generational because remember um, back in the 90s and the 80s, rap songs were talking about the money and the gold and the, all the okay. money back then, too. Okay. So I, I think it's always been kind of a thing. But uh-huh. it one of the things that's unique about this particular generation mm-hmm. is we have let's just focus on the Gen Xers for the first time in history. We have a whole generation of people who have who are now they went they got married they got mm-hmm. divorced this is the probably the largest divorce wow. generation that yeah. we've ever had yeah. and so now we are entering into relationships with um, child custody battles that we've gone through yeah. with financial issues from divorces uh-huh. from houses that we've lost from divorces and so we've got all kinds of financial issues that weren't present before because those people weren't divorcing they got married when they're 19 and they death till they part you know yes, <laughs> right well you know we're we're, we're walking up your alley now. Yeah, we yes, you are. Because, <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. maybe because I had my grandmother who told me and, and taught me that every tub must sit on its own bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to have your own finances. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they have to have their own finances because if things hit the fan, everybody can go their own way. Yes. And be able to take care of themselves. Yes. But you know what, Althea, the reason, another reason why I say we're walking up your street is because a lot of uh, my uh, clients, former clients, got a little, you know, their eyes got big when I told them to get a prenup. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, you know, I, one client in particular owns a, a, str- a string of McDonald's franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, he was getting married. Uh, the woman he was dating is a CPA. And I was like, you need to get a prenup. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even a year into the relationship where he came to me and said, you know, you were right. Mm. And he was having some difficulty in his relationship. And there's no way he was going to leave that woman because he knew that she knew where every penny was. She knew wow. how to she knew how to do what she did. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> and so wow. I believe they're still married to this day. But um 
Yeah, because he wasn't going anywhere. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they I don't know if they're listening, but I'm not calling no names. They know who they are. <laughs> but but you know, that, yeah. that, that's that's a similar situation yes. for a lot of people. Yes. So right. It's not necessarily particular to your 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 yes. client. Right. But that happens across absolutely. the board. Absolutely, absolutely. I also see it happen with children. And I don't know if you oh. get prenups for children, but Oh, okay. <laughs> but I see the same thing happening with children. They're stuck in the marriage because they know, and I'm talking about men that I've uh, interacted with, uh-huh. they know if they go through the divorce, they're going to lose a lot. Okay. They lose their children. They're going to be paying child support, yes. alimony. That's right. That. Yeah. But I think the basis in Georgia, and I'm not up to date on um, the fam- family law, uh-huh. but now they're, the courts are considering not only the non-custodial parents' uh, income, but mm-hmm. also the custodial parents' income. Mm-hmm. And they are coming up with a balance, a much more balanced uh um, amount for alimony or, or child support. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's still an issue because we don't get married to get divorced. Right. And so you really don't think about it. But a lot of people, like, like Dr. Pamela said, if you're on your second marriage and you've built some things, mm-hmm. you're, you've already gotten a McDonald's empire or you've already built a few things, you need to protect those assets. And, and that's why I say we're coming up your, Allie, um, because you're into protecting assets. Yeah. And, um, Althea always says she's in the business of living, not the business of dying, even though most people think that a lot of the legal stuff has to be in place for them to die. They don't consider the fact that there's a lot of things that need to be in place, you know, while, you're alive. Right. while you're alive, just so, you know, just so that if something does tragic does happen, mm-hmm. you know, what are you going to do? I know Althea has always done a scenario about, you know, these blended families, these blended families. That's a big problem now. Yeah. With the blended families and not having some type of state plan in place to to address those issues. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. So okay, so if we're not talking about a lot of money, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so we said we're not talking about a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So so I know a lot of couples that don't have any money, but finances still become a problem. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's probably especially because they don't have any. Money. <laughs> So now on the other side, okay, so Leah, is no, that because don't say they don't C. have the, few, the, the, the financial uh, freedom planning plan? Yes, well, they didn't have a plan. Now, that's my philosophy is mm-hmm. they got into the relationship. They they probably didn't talk about a lot of things. Right. You know how, how passionate, you know, when you're in the heat of passion, <laughs> you just don't want to bring a lot of stuff up. Right. You know, it might up. just mess up the moment. <laughs> But, you know, a lot of times we don't know. It's like, okay, so you don't know your spouse's credit score. Right. You know, but you had these plans to have that big house like you showed me, Leah. That big house. You know the house you took me to. (laughs) You have plans for this big house. Uh, So does your husband or does your future husband have those same plans? Right. Well, there's there's a couple of things that I I like to have couples have in place. Yes. You know, when they're you know things to consider, and this uh-huh. is whether you're financially sound or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one is transparency. Okay. And being willing to be open and talk about it. Now, I know women who will ask a man on the first date what's your credit score. <laughs> I think that's a bit you much. Some people like that. <laughs> yes, that's a bit much. asking, but that's just like if the man asking what your size, your breast size, right? So why I, would I, you? I, I mean, you they would be offended. <laughs> you would be offended. So Althea, when you used to date, when you used to, when you used to date, I can't remember. One hundred years ago, before <laughs> Earl, <laughs> when you used to date. 
They used to, men used to ask you your breast size. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> to just coming straight out and saying, you know, what's your breast? Yeah, I mean, I think that you want to build that, build build to that point, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of us are impatient and we want to know everything right now. Do you want to have babies? Do you want to, what's your credit score? You know, and it's like, just chill out. You know, and, I, I mean, and really, enjoy the I relationship. Feel, if I were a guy, I'd be like, yeah, I don't even like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, but it's, but it's it's kind of how the scene is. And so, wow. Um, so, but to my first point, transparency. I do think transparency is important. So, um, so that would be important. But just build mm. to that point. Well, Dr. Pam, I think that's why I had to get remarried because the scene and I just don't. <laughs> they don't mesh. So we don't just mesh. don't mesh. <laughs> the scene and I just we don't see things the same yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. So it was a I little. Really it was uh, dating was a little strange in Atlanta. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't really need all this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm curious to know how you felt about that chapter in dating in my book. But well, we, yeah. We can talk about <laughs> No problem. No problem. I would love to be an interviewee because I I have a lot to share. So anyway, we're going to take a break because Leah told me so. (laughs) I know we're on Facebook. I hate this. Yeah, I'm glad. No, I'm glad. I need proof of of how Leah and Althea treat me off air. So anyway, we'll be right back. You listen to Mind Your Business Radio. can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. Thanks for listening to Mind Your Business Radio. And we'd like to know a little bit more about you. Please visit our Facebook page and take a brief survey to let us know what you'd like to hear on our program. You could win a free financial or estate planning consultation. Just go to Facebook.com backslash MindYourBizRadio or search Mind Your Business Radio on Facebook. And thanks again for listening to your business education station. You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. Hello, hello, hello. You are back with Mind Your Business Radio. We're actually live streaming even on, on Dr. Pamela's Facebook page. We have some people. You want to give a shout out to the people who are... Who are... Yeah, don't get too mad because I can't see all your names, but I see <laughs> Carmen. I see Daniela. I see Mark. Um, what up? I see you commenting, Mark and Roxana. Thank you for jumping in. Well, this is um, Mind Your Business' first time streaming on Facebook, so we, we hope to uh, come up to the 21st century and start doing some of those things. But we do have a call-in number, yes. uh, so if you want to call in and you want to talk to Dr. Pamela, uh, feel free to do that. Our call-in number is 888-463-6748. That's 888-GO-FOR-IT. 888-GO-FOR-IT. And so you can call in and talk to Dr. Pamela um, if you have some questions about your relationship and money. 
Althea and I will not answer that. Uh, Dr. Pamela will. <laughs> you have Daryl Thompson. Oh, Daryl Thompson. Hey, D. Hi, Daryl. Okay, so, 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 okay, so Dr. Pamela, um, what what else is going on with this this relationship thing? You said okay. that well, well, first in you know these are kind of the five keys to financial intimacy and okay. making sure we've got it together as a couple. Transparency, being willing to be open with each other, mm-hmm. uh, be real. We don't need to lie. If your credit score is three hundred, yeah, be real about it. Yeah, we, we can build. We can't build together if you're lying about it. That's true. So, That's right. That's right. Very true. Very so, true. And if you got somebody who's gonna be out like that because your credit score is 300 then you know that's not somebody who's going to build with you okay so that makes you sense. want somebody who's going to build with you yeah um number two is common life vision so be willing not in that transparency to talk about what your goals are in life Do okay you want to take trips to paris you know <laughs> oh lord trips to paris <laughs> trips to paris that's a that's a personal joke pet peeve of mine we won't go there <laughs> I'm green. She's green. <laughs> About Althea's trip to Paris coming up. But go ahead. If you want to take trips to Paris, she, now I'm her partner on Mind Your Biz Radio, but she didn't ask me if I wanted to go. She should have been, she should have been transparent. She wasn't, she wasn't I'm transparent. Sorry. I'm so sorry. She wasn't transparent. So I don't know if this relationship is off to a good start. But go ahead, Dr. Pam. Oh, so funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got the transparency. We got the common life vision. So whatever those goals are they've got to be aligned if they're not in lo- aligned you know you got somebody you know in in one of my previous relationships they had no interest in traveling whatsoever i wanted to travel okay so it's like okay it, that may sound minor yeah but, if but this is important. your life right. that turns into something huge right right, right. You, right. Like, right. Talk, we're talking about life experiences now right so, right know. right um so that's important number three is a solid plan so uh-huh. so you know you you you're transparent with each other you have a common vision but now let's get a plan together yeah does that mean that we need to see dr Flo? And talk about our finances mm-hmm. and come mm-hmm. up with a plan mm-hmm. together. Right. We need to do some research. We need to understand our own mindsets financially, which right. I have some information on that as well. Yes. And, you know, we need to educate ourselves and come up with a plan. Sure. So, so that's number three. Um, number four is dual motivation. So it's great to come up with a plan. But if only one of you is motivated to follow through, it's not going to happen. Right. Uh, <laughs> and that has been, you know, a frustration of a lot of couples. Is, yes. You know, one person's doing the right thing, following the plan. The other person is going shopping every other weekend. So, right. right. You know, that's a problem. And then number five is probably well, the most important. There is, there's no rush. Do not <laughs> rush, you know, like, we got to have to get this together so we get married next year. No, just yeah. chill out. Yes, right. Take the time to build. Take the time to build your relationship, to mm-hmm. enjoy each other, to mm-hmm. have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to a point where you feel like it's appropriate to merge your incomes together, then do it. Yeah. But there's no, and, and, it, and whether or not it means marriage or moving in together or whatever that merging means to you, mm-hmm. there's no need to rush it. That's Make right. Sure we're clear on each other's situation. Yes. And then let's move forward with our plan and, okay. and take the time that's needed to make it happen. Okay. I agree. I like I that. Agree. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times too, young people, and I, the reason why I say young people, because I think I used to be this way when I was younger. 
And so I attribute this to being young. Now that I'm now that I'm in their 40s and 50s. Yeah. But now that I'm older, (laughs) I don't I don't have it just doesn't stress me as much. But I think when I was younger, I I did. You know, there were a lot of things that I wanted, the big house, the big car, Mm -hmm. all those types of things. And so I was very keen on, okay, well, you know, you're not helping me get that. You're not on the same page, you know, so forth and so on. And now, you know, I'm just in a stage in my life where I want to enjoy my life. And, And it's more about quality of life. And so I was very. Um, I was very conscious of not dating someone who was too ambitious when it came to wanting to acquire a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. I was more interested in somebody who, okay, as long as we have a roof over our head and no mortgage, you're satisfied. You understand what I mean? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and yeah, you want to, you want to travel. You know, the only reason why you want a bigger house would be maybe to entertain or bring family together, but not just so you can impress the neighbors. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. part of it. I think we want to impress people. Yeah. Yes. The, the reason why we get the large house that we really yes. don't need. Yes. Because again, I'm I'm living alone right now. And I only go to three rooms. Well, I feel you have the best of both worlds. I feel you. How long you been married? Oh, I've been married about thirty-seven years. Thirty-seven years. Wow. And her husband wow. works out of town. That's an ideal situation. That's an ideal situation. That's why she. That's the secret. Yeah, because you do have. Yeah, because you need that time. Sometimes you do need that time. Exactly. You need some space for yourself. Yeah, and then come back together. Is is a good. It's a good. But I think too, it's good for your legal practice too, because I remember when I was in full time practice, one of the I think one of the things that strained my previous marriage was the fact that I was always working, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so if you have somebody that has a nine to five and I mean, literally when at five o'clock they're done, Uh right? And you're trying to be an entrepreneur. (laughs) There's no such thing. You you know, you want to sit right. (laughs) And so they're like, what, you know, so when do you get off? Mm -hmm. And you're like, what do you mean? When do I get off? It's my business. Right. (laughs) Did you work today? What does that mean? Yeah. What what do I know? (laughs) Like, when am I not working? (laughs) So, yeah, so that, that, I think that helped too, um, because you don't have anyone pressuring you and saying, you know, well, you can't, you know, you know, don't stay so late at the office or, you know, things like that. So, yeah. I love, um, Sheryl Sandberg's book, um, Sheryl Sandberg's book, Lean In. Um, Oh, yeah, I like that. Yes. The the most powerful piece of advice that I pulled from that is that, um, the person that you, select as your mate or partner in life uh-huh. is one of the most important entrepreneurial decisions you'll ever make. Oh, yes. Um, and, you know, and unfortunately she lost her spouse, you oh, know, okay. um, last year. Yeah, oh, suddenly. okay. That was after was, she wrote the book. It was, yeah. yeah, it was a freak accident, you know, oh, on vacation. Oh, but, wow. Um, but she, she really talked about how that, having that spouse made all the difference in yeah. her being able to go where she wanted to go. And, and it's she's not still, that, is it Facebook? What was she? She was a CEO of the Lean In lady. Yes. Yeah. It was a Facebook oh, or Google. Gosh. I think it was Google. Okay. Google. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you know, and it wasn't that he made it happen for her. It right. was that he didn't stop her. Yes. He didn't create right. barriers, you know, right. On right. And, um, you know, and, and that's so important. And one thing that she did just recently kind of admit was, you know, I totally misunderstood the journey of single moms. And, oh. you know, I hate that she has to know this from personal experience. Yes. Now, but she was saying, you know, the experience of single moms is so much more challenging than 
she ever understood, uh-huh. you know, that's, now being yes, one. But that's yeah. just a sidebar, but, you yeah. know, it's interesting. Wow, but. that is interesting. And so, uh, you know, those of you all who are out there either in relationships and considering marriage, um, you know, life is a lot more, yeah, well, life is a lot more complicated, you yeah. know, than it used to be. Yes. And okay. people are, you know, a lot more educated. There are a lot more things going on. And so you have to consider all these things. And a lot of times I think, the the problem with getting married so young is you don't always really even know what you want. No. And you don't so know who you are yet. Yeah, you don't know who you are, you don't really know what you want. And then and, when you bring children into the equation, it, it complicates the matters even, even, even more. Uh I, I mean, I'm I know I'm not a relationship uh uh a counselor, but I always tell young people well, if you get married, try to learn each other for the first two or three years before right. you bring children into the right, relationship. Right, right, right. Because you need that time yeah. to, to kind of know each other, get into the flow uh-huh. of things, and making sure you work your, mm-hmm. your plan. Right. Yeah, well, you might not be a relationship counselor, but for 30, 37 years of being married, you you, you, know you probably things. need an honorary something. <laughs> <laughs> you you need a, yeah, you need an honorary something or other. You hear yeah. that, Earl? <laughs> But for so many people, it's too late. You know, yeah. the advice is too late. The, yeah, the right. child might have been the first thing that started the relationship. I sure. know people who got yes. married because they had a one-night stand, and that child <laughs> wow. was the reason why they got married. And so in that case, you know, you've got to be very intentional about getting to know each other, getting to know how you do yes. with finances. That's got to be... Uh, you know, right. <laughs> and I guess, you know, you would think that there's so many other things, communication and all uh, family background and things like that. But every everywhere where I read, it's like, you know, the money thing is one of the biggest reasons why people break up. It's, mm-hmm. it's not because of, you know, I mean, yeah, we break up. People break up because of other things. But the money thing is larger. It's one of the largest reasons why couples break up and they don't make well, it. Money ties together your your family background. Background. It ties uh-huh. together your communication skills. It ties it ties all of that yeah. stuff together. If okay. you're a poor communicator, mm-hmm. that money thing is going to explode. It's yeah. going to implode, really, because okay. it's mm-hmm. going to build, 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 build until finally, you know, mm-hmm. and so it it really is an all-encompassing issue. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense, too. And I think the other thing that people don't realize that you're just not marrying each other. You are marrying the family unit. Yes. You're marrying the whole family. <laughs> and all their issues. <laughs> and all their issues. Yes. yes. And their philosophies. Their philosophies. Their, yes. their beliefs and everything else which affect that person that you marry. Yeah. So they right. have some of these same philosophies, beliefs, characteristics characteristics right. and behaviors. Yes, yes that's yes. right. Yeah, and, and people's bad <laughs> situations may mm-hmm. be things that are not necessarily triggered by because they're a bad person or they had a right. bad family life. It could just be a, a, a life event, like a divorce, yeah. a loss of a job because right. the company's downsized, things that had nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there are some, some elements that are all about what the family gave you and passed on. I would love to share some of those. Okay, well, we're going to get back. We're going to take a break, but we're definitely going to get back to some of those family issues because mm-hmm. that kind of ties into what we were talking about last week with mental health. So, ah. yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll like be it. right back. You listen to Mind <laughs> Your Business Radio. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click myowntaxreturn.com. 
But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. Thanks for listening to Mind Your Business Radio. And we'd like to know a little bit more about you. Please visit our Facebook page and take a brief survey to let us know what you'd like to hear on our program. You could win a free financial or estate planning consultation. Just go to Facebook.com backslash Mind Your Biz Radio or search Mind Your Business Radio on Facebook. And thanks again for listening to your business education station. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. Okay, well, Dr. Pamela, you were um, talking about, we were, of course, we're talking about this relationship thing uh, and our financial intimacy. You were saying something before the break. Can you can you go back to what you were talking about before the break? Yeah, you know, and I was saying that um, people who are in bad financial situations, it's not that they're bad people or that they've right. got issues. Um, well, they might have financial issues, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but sometimes it's just simply triggered by any kind of life event. And um, life events like divorce, illness, loss of job, um, loss of investments, those kinds of things can cause um, somebody to lose their financial bearings. Um, so again, this doesn't make the person bad. You know, mm-hmm. character in in my view is not determined by the person, but by how they handle their challenging situations. Yes, so yes. it's almost better to meet somebody when they're kind of at the low point. Yes, you can see what's right. going on. You get to see how do they lash out. You know, right, how do right. they respond to this? Are they yeah. cool or are they? You know, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's you know not that you want to necessarily meet somebody in that state of mind, but if you do, <laughs> yeah, um, I say use it to your benefit and find mm-hmm. out who this person really is. No, that makes sense. You know? That makes sense. It's kind of it's kind of nice to know uh, because their character, uh, people's character does come out when sometimes the road gets rough. Oh, yeah. Right? And so when the road is rough, the character is there and you're like, okay. Okay, so, you so, 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 yeah, Leah, you don't necessarily have to meet a man at the height of his career, <laughs> but, you know. Because you meet him at the height of his career, which, honestly, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Let's, let's do okay, that. Okay, okay. But, you need to wait till that career starts presenting some challenges or, or just pay yes. attention to yes. how these individuals deal with challenges. That's right. You know, because you don't want to find that out after you're already locked in. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, then you start justifying everything. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, he just, yeah, you don't want to do that. So. <laughs> I'm still of the belief that people, everybody need to have their own. Yes. Okay. And I think some people get into a relationship with the only expectation is that this person take care of me. Oh, I think okay. that yes. we need See to that. take care of each other. Yes. And then you ought to be able to take care of yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the person, so, so we're talking about two whole people getting married. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. And two so, whole and complete people getting well, married. And that was my whole point about the five, those five things that you want yeah. to have in place, the transparency and the common goals mm-hmm. and all of those things, because you're not, you guys are working, you can work together, okay. you know, while the relationship is building. You don't mm-hmm. have to have it all together when you get together. But when you get married, when you decide mm-hmm. this is it, we're going to mm-hmm. merge our lives, yes. absolutely. You each want to have it together. Well, you know, you know what? I think now, I, you know, I love my city. I'm in Atlanta. But 
I think that people in Atlanta are really good at faking it. Oh gosh, yes. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are faking queens and kings. <laughs> and I'm sorry, what? What you said? Come to Atlanta. No, no, no. People no. come to Atlanta Native. to fake it. Not the natives. Oh, it's not the native. It's not the natives. Yeah. No, I think so. Yeah, I think I think I think it's a little bit of everybody. I think what happens is people come to Atlanta with a certain expectation. And um, people just really learn how to fake it here in in Atlanta. So it's, uh, how so how how do you date how do you date in Atlanta expecting transparency well, when everybody's rush. so you everybody's so fake? Okay, so the the key, key is to just be patient and be don't patient. rush. Yeah. yeah, I mean there are people like I said I, I've known uh, men who I, I love talking to men about their dating experience. Okay, okay, uh huh. <laughs> First time they sat down, woman asks, before we go forward any further, this first five minutes of the date, I need to know you're willing to have a child because I'm looking for a man who wants to have babies. Calm down, you know, and and, you know, and I understand people argue why why should she waste her time, blah blah blah. It's dinner. It's dinner, and it's not. And and why does it have to be perceived as a waste of time and not just an experience? Yeah, you know. So I, you know, so many issues. We but we do we rush things, especially as you know, women are getting closer to the the last years of the childbearing Mm -hmm. years. There's a lot of panic happening, and it's just like. Relax, you know. I, it, it, but there is a lot of rushing. Well, you know what? I the only time I am I enjoyed the actual going out on a date because to me I, there was not going to be any pressure, right? And I wasn't going. How many? How many? Oh, don't <laughs> Althea, I told you last week about family business. I told you about bringing a family business on the radio show. Okay, but I, you know when I was back when I was single again, and I was dating, and I decided that I was just going to enjoy, you know, the dinners and the going out and things like that, and I was not going to feel pressured. She read my book. I did read your book. I did read your book, but I realized. I just realized that I just wasn't going to feel any pressure because after I was divorced, I just really had decided I wasn't going to get married again. And so it wasn't going to be any pressure. And I was okay with not being married again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when I really enjoy dating is when yes. I say, okay, I'm not really, I don't just really care enjoy. about being you know, married or anything like that. Now, where I didn't enjoy dating is because I had made up my mind that I was just going to date and I wasn't going to have any pressure is when I would find guys that I knew wanted serious relationships mm-hmm. and they were going to be upset with me if they knew I went out with someone else. See, that's interesting. <laughs> you know what? And so I was like, oh, here we go. Right. Well, and that kind of goes back to another point that I actually didn't make. And you, you just reminded me of that. that uh-huh. when you, So when you're going on this journey of financial intimacy together, right. there's there's a, a, a prerequisite now. You don't okay. want to just go on a financial intimacy journey with anybody. Right? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so there are some things that you want to have in place. You want to make sure that you have... Uh, similar values, uh-huh. similar standards, right. and similar expectations. And right. for example, your your expectation was, I'm just having a good time. Yes. His expectation was, I want a wife now. Right. So if those expectations don't match, then yeah. that is not, you, you know, that's not somebody that you want to spend too much time with or fall into alignment with. Because but you not. know, the problem is that I, I, 
I only wanted to date guys that wanted a wife. I just didn't want to date guys that wanted a wife now. <laughs> now, right. But there, you know, I, I wanted them to enjoy the journey. Yeah, and that is a reasonable distinction. Yeah. You can do that. You yeah, know? right, yeah. right. Because the ones that wanted to be playboys, we didn't have a lot in common. Right. Because you know, my dating other people was not a playgirl type of event. Right. It was just, you know, it was just a no pressure. Yes. Yes, a no pressure type of thing. <laughs> it's all part of making sure your expectations are in alignment with each other. Yeah. So, so having those conversations and being transparent. Right. You know, so that you know And ladies, it was, and ladies, I found my king because I just relaxed and found out that I kept going out with my best friend because oh. I just enjoyed him so much mm-hmm. that I just decided it came naturally. Yeah. It was organic because I just, he just knocked everybody out. Yep. He didn't say, oh, you can't date anybody else. Right. Right. He just treated me so well that I didn't want to date anybody else. He made you else. say that. Yeah. Made, you know, he made you want to say that <laughs> right. to yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And awesome. I think that's the basis of any good relationship. You need to first become friends. Yeah. Yes. Because they are going to remain your friends throughout the marriage and throughout life. Right? Yeah. If you work and you do this correctly. So yeah. again, my husband and I, we became friends friends first. Yes. Before we and you guys are still friends. When I met Earl, it was very obvious that you guys are still yes, friends. Are. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you'll okay. be in D.C. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't forget let that. Me, let, me, let me explain to you. Earl is coming home. Earl is coming home. And, I, and, and let me tell you something. When Earl comes home, he got a friend in me. Because when Earl comes home, whatever Earl says goes. You know what I'm because Earl ain't going to be an NPR forever. No, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, so, so, so if we're talking about, we're talking about this intimacy thing. And so I find if you're, if you're dating and you do the friendship thing first, it's a lot easier to talk about finances amongst friends, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, just don't, I don't think we know how to be friends. You know, okay. <laughs> well, you know, there's some people that don't believe men and women can no. be friends. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. And, and I think that's a mistake. Yeah, that is a mistake. Yeah, I think some of my best friends um, are men. I, although I, other male friends will tell me, yeah, but they they want something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you think they're your friend. Right, and right, want, right. You know, right. And, and, you know, to me, maybe I'm oblivious, but those mm-hmm. friendships have been very powerful right. for me. You know? And the thing about it is, I, and, I, and my attitude was always, it doesn't matter what they want. Right. <laughs> they can't get it unless right. I give it to them. Exactly. Because I'm not going to be friends for... with a rapist, so. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So they're not going to, you know. Right, they're not gonna. Yeah. So I mean, my my friendships with them have you know twenty years, and yeah. that we. My thing is, as long as we understand what it is, right, it's fine. Right, so right. If it's supposed to go to another level, then you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. But usually, right. and I have more male friends than I have female friends. But mm-hmm. usually, they come to you for advice, yeah, yeah. And how to deal with their. Uh, relationship yeah. with their, their significant Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, when I was single and in practice, that reminded me, Althea, when I was in practice, you know, 90% of my clients are male. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were a couple of clients that tried to cross the line. And I told them, I said, you know, you really don't want me as a girlfriend. I, I am like, I, I know all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you really want to keep me as your, you know, your financial confidant, your CPA, whatever, because mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> you, you hurt me. And uh, right, right. <laughs> you 
you're in trouble. <laughs> so, you know, and when you put it to them like that, and you're like, you really want to keep this professional because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the relationship we have. But I think men, for the most part, they want to try you at first. Yeah, And then I you just so. kind of put them in that place. They okay. And yeah, they sure, sure, yeah. sure. As long as they know. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So we have a caller. Mike in Tampa. Mike in Tampa. Mike in Tampa. Are you on the line, Mike in Tampa? Mike in Tampa is on the line. All right, Mike. Hey, Mike, what's your comment? A question. uh, Question, comment. Now, now, Flo, you know, I know you from when you was back here as the struggling, (laughs) you know, the struggling artist down here when we was all just kicking it down here. Struggling artists, okay, Mike. Yeah, put me on blast. Uh, okay, so this is Road Dog. I mean, when we, uh, that's right. This is Road Dog. I, I try to listen to y'all every week. So y'all, 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 y'all. Yeah, we were. Uh, 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 Mike, I'm still struggling, Mike. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad things are doing a whole lot better for you. And I'm like say, I'm glad to see you and listen to the ladies and. You know, I get a kick out of you guys every week. So just to let you well, know, you, you all Rob, have a listener. I had no idea. It's good to hear from you. Yeah. So do, but do, I you have, to do you have a relationship, a financial relationship comment or question for Dr. Pamela? Well, not just a financial relationship, but just a relationship comment okay. in general for, for all the ladies out there, especially up there in Atlanta. Because like I say, I know you guys deal with some real challenges with the fellas up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But yes. The thing I thing I tell and I even tell my you know, my student assistants here at the college, just be you. Okay. Just, yes. just be genuine, just do what you do, and you're gonna run into somebody who has the same values as you just doing what you do. Okay. It, yes. it, it's not yeah, it's not don't go out your way now the thing I I'm gonna say this for all you ladies out there in the forties and fifties wearing these four or five inch shoes. <laughs> you know, y'all, y'all, y'all trying a little too hard. You know, y'all walk, walk around in, you know, everything short of clear heels around here. Yeah, just, just be, just be you. Well, you now like I say I'm now, I'm about to be 54 years old next week. Okay. I love, I love nothing better than seeing a 40, 50 year old woman who can grow into her own maturity. Yes with, her, yes. with her own with her own hair. Mm-hmm. Okay, first off, her own hair. Mm-hmm. Not, nothing, nothing bought in the store. Mm-hmm. With with the gray streaks. Now there's nothing wrong with gray. Gray. Mm, nothing wrong with gray. I'm trying to tell you, gray is becoming very sexy nowadays. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Silver Foxes is what's happening now. Silver okay, Foxes Silver Foxes is what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mike, you telling me I need to kick the bottle? Look, do do without the the the, 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 the dark and lovely. The, the, I need to kick the, the, the ball of dark and lovely to the side. Yeah, just leave the African braiding and all that stuff alone. Fellas like genuine people nowadays. Like say, yes. as I get older, like say I'm I'm currently with a young lady, and in fact, I met her on Black People Meet. So I just wanted to let y'all know that we've, all right. we've been going okay. together six, going on seven years. Wow. Yeah, Met on well, black they, people meet. So there's there's something to be said for investing in yourself because you go on some of them some of those sites that are free, you get what okay. you pay for when you go out. Well there. Mike, it was lovely hearing from you. Thank you so much for your comments and I I hope you stay and I also, hope you uh, stay engaged and stay tuned every Tuesday. We have to go to break. You well, are listening to Mind Your Business Radio, your business education station. Right here on relationships. <laughs> <laughs> 
can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. Thanks for listening to Mind Your Business Radio. And we'd like to know a little bit more about you. Please visit our Facebook page and take a brief survey to let us know what you'd like to hear on our program. You could win a free financial or estate planning consultation. Just go to Facebook.com backslash MindYourBizRadio or search Mind Your Business Radio on Facebook. And thanks again for listening to your business education station. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. We always have interesting conversations. Oh, you know, off air is always good. And yeah. we really appreciate you guys tuning in to our Facebook page and doing live streaming. Thanks to Dr. Pam, who introduced <laughs> it to me when Yay. I was on her show. What, about a month ago? I was on your show, like and that. you introduced me to that. Yeah. And I appreciate it. I still I haven't done Periscope yet, but the Facebook, Facebook is fine. get to see what happens on the break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were, we were talking about that uh, the three of us have vowed. We have made a pact that we are going down kicking and screaming. We are not giving up our heels. So, so Road Dog, we're not giving up the heels. We're not giving up the hair. We ain't giving up all that. Whatever, 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 whatever makes us feel comfortable and confident. Um, and, and, and ladies, whatever makes you feel comfortable and confident in your own skin. Yeah. Uh, a man of any worth will uh, appreciate your confidence and your comfort, and will be attracted to you as a confident woman. Yeah. And that's what we want our, our our listeners to be as confident women. But you know, I'm I am really. I mean, I'm embracing a lot of natural things, but it doesn't mean that other women. You know, that I I need to turn my nose up on other women who exactly. who are not necessarily embracing that. And so. then I think also that we ought to look at each other's character. Oh, absolutely. And who we are from the inside mm-hmm. rather than just looking at the physical. I'm saying that the physical or the mm-hmm. appearance yeah. is not important. Right. But you still have to get to see whether that the core is rotten. Well, well, let me tell you something, because I, I know a lot of men are going to want to chime in on this, maybe uh, on Facebook, or you want to call in. The phone number is 888-GO-FOR-IT or 888-463-6748 because what I'm about to say, uh, I don't know <laughs> if it's going to blow up the phones or whatever, but a, a lot of men miss out on good women because they can't get past the physical. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. so so well, I do that too. Yeah, and women 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 do do that too. I think men do it more, more so more so than women. Mm-hmm. I think like I think to your point, Doctor Pam. Since I've been here in Atlanta, what women women don't can't get past the finance. Yeah, right. Women can't get past the finance to see the man. That's true. I think the the men can't get past the physical sometimes the physical appearance, and it doesn't mean that a woman is is necessarily ugly. It's just that you know uh, sometimes men have a certain standard of what they consider beautiful. And they don't get a chance to really see the beauty inside mm-hmm. um, uh, of a woman, and and so I think that that's you know that's pro- part of the problem that we 
that we have, you know, how do you even get to talking about financial intimacy, you know, if you are just lusting? Yeah, you're just hung up on superficial <laughs> and everything is about lust, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the, the whole lust factor. So, so, okay, so Dr. Pamela, I want to, I don't want to make use of your time because I'm really glad that you're here. Because <laughs> if, if you wouldn't have graded all the finals, you wouldn't have been here. Because <laughs> I know I'm on summer, look, I'm on summer break. Friday. <laughs> Even though now that I'm a full-time professor, I realize that there's a whole lot to do during summer break because I'm is. thinking, oh, my God. I got well, we don't get summer. We're teaching, and I got three classes this summer. Really? So I have now. one class this summer, but still, I have portfolio stuff to do and all kind of things. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. There's a lot to do this summer. <laughs> yes. So you all bamboozled me, Dr. Payne. Right. <laughs> so, so anyway, I want to make use of your time. So. What other things have you observed as far as financial intimacy? What are some of the other things that you observe in your, because you, you know, you really have done a lot of research mm-hmm. in writing on relationships. So what other things have you observed as far as that? Well, you know, and, and what I've observed is, is something that's going to reflect the work of Grodsky and Allen. Okay. And, and they talk about the negative money attitudes that people have. Um. And so negative money attitudes are rooted in our childhood, how mm-hmm. we were raised, the different messages that we were told mm-hmm. The way that we witnessed our parents handling money. Mm. And so there's three different money, um, at negative money attitudes, one of which is de- the deprived attitude. Mm. There's the dissociated attitude and the demonized attitude. Ooh. So we're going to, I'm going to go over which each of those are. So the yes. deprived av- attitude is, uh, maybe you grew up with money deprivation, mm-hmm. you know, and so there was never enough money to meet the basic needs as a child. Um, you struggled throughout your career and you believe that money is in short supply. Okay. So as a result, you fail to um, give yourself the resources you need to flourish because you're like hoarding ah. anything that you get. So you're, you're, you're feeling deprived, you know, uh-huh. so your, your mindset is I can't make money. I'm just one step away from bringing on the street. I, you know, and so you are just like, yeah, in fear. Right. The other one, um, the dissociated attitude is maybe you grew up believing that money was mysterious because no one in your family understood how to make it or how to save it. <laughs> mm-hmm, so they didn't really, you know, talk about it. Money may not feel important. And as a result, it never really made sense to you. So you ride an emotional money roller coaster. You're surprised or happy and high when you have it. And you're confused and devastated when you don't. It's a very <laughs> emotional thing. Okay, and so okay. Your beliefs are: you, nice people don't talk about money. Mm. You know, all I care about is helping others. I don't need the money. You know, mm. um, if I don't pay attention to money, it always comes when I need it. You know, God will provide it. I don't need. Oh anything. yeah, you don't need to do anything. You know, Just wake up in the morning. You know, God will. Okay, I got it. All right. And, and, and uh-huh. Keeping track of my money only leaves me depressed and confused. And so uh-huh. it's just kind of the person. Just I just don't want to think about money. I don't want to think about it. I know a lot of people like that. Associated yeah. attitude. And then the third one is the demonized attitude. Mm. You know, money is the root of all, all evil. evil, right? You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, and so maybe you believe that money is inherited wi- inherently wicked. You watched anxiety on your parents' faces when they talked about money. You feel scared and impure when you have to deal with mm-hmm. money. And you're reluctant to raise, um, like if you're a business owner, to raise your mm-hmm. rates and all mm-hmm. that because you feel like it's greedy. So there's this guilt associated with money. Wow. Um, I'm and so glad so, I don't have that. You know, <laughs> and, <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I always tell my listeners, you know, don't just 
listen to what people say about the Bible, actually read the Bible. Right. Because the Bible says the love of money is the root is of all evil. Not, not money. Right. It's the root of all evil. <laughs> there is, it's the love. It's, it's, it's your obsession. It's, it's obsession and, yeah. with, with money. Go right, ahead. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, so that mindset may be I can't have money and integrity at the same time. Mm. Only greedy people think about money. Money is dirty and corrupting. Woo. So if you, if you fall into one of those mindsets. <laughs> Make me dirty. <laughs> Mindsets. Those are the, that is that's going to make for an unhealthy yeah. even relationship. Yeah, you know, so yeah. somebody going into a relationship who has for uh, for example the demonized mindset money yes. evil, mm-hmm. and then somebody else who has the mindset that you know they might even have a healthy mindset yes. and know how to invest money wisely. The person with the demonized mindset is mm-hmm. going to say, "Oh, don't invest in that." You know, you right. being greedy and right. you know, and so it's important to understand. If you have those negative money attitudes, mm-hmm. how to how to deal with that and how to eliminate that. So it's a, it's always about, and I think that's what we always talk about. Mm-hmm. It's changing our mindset. Right. We have to work on ourselves right. first, right. right? Before we can venture out sometime and do some of the things that we know mm-hmm. we need to do. Absolutely. So it's a mindset thing. Yeah, Absolutely. and so even if you're married to someone or you're dating someone that has one of these mindsets, the key in my in my opinion is uh, there are. You know, you need to always walk around with an open mind uh, for information and education. Mm -hmm. And so I might have a demonized uh, uh, mindset about money, but I'm not against getting educated. Right. You know, about money and estate planning and things like that so that I can, you know, I can act on more information because sometimes we have these mindsets because of lack of information. Absolutely. Right. But if you have an open mindset and you have, you know, the motivation to go and find the information and get the information, listen to the show every week. <laughs> right. And learn from l- learn from the experts that we bring on the show. Then, you know, it wouldn't be so bad because the two of you are walking together, together yeah. um, you know, towards learning more. And, and, you know, when you learn better, you do better, hopefully. Well, and transparency is not just about being transparent with the other person. It's about being transparent with yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, because I have I have demonstrated or explained these to, to people that I've worked with who I'm, I'm a life coach. And when I yeah. coach them, and they say, oh, no, I don't claim none of those. I don't claim that. I don't claim that. But... But you live it. You're doing it. It's who you, you are. Might not claim you it, but claim you, it, you, know, you are it. Right. I don't care if you claim it or not. I'm not asking you to claim something. I'm asking you to recognize <laughs> so that you can fix it. Yeah. You know? That makes so much sense. Yeah. So. Okay, so that makes so much sense. Be real with yourself about what your issues are. Wow. Well, you know, uh, I know we're getting closer in the show, but this this segue, so I mean, this will it blends so well with what we were doing last week with the mental health. Yeah. We had a mental health expert in, and we were talking about. We were asking her, you know, we were like, Miss Lang, what what do you what do you what is necessary for people to change their minds? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and she was talking about how um, how mental health sometimes has such a stronghold, and sometimes we're we're in, in in denial about so many you know, so many things. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. And so a lot of the people that you coach are, are, <laughs> well, some of them are ready to go and they get yeah. it, but they, they have blind spots and they don't ah. realize some of the things that yeah. they're not, you know, and so that's part of the job of a coach is okay. to, to help them see the mirror in their oh, face okay. and say, look, okay. Okay. Well, that makes, that makes a lot of sense to me. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, oh, okay. All right. Well, we <laughs> since we're getting towards the end of our show, um, our 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 producer, 
our co-producer, <laughs> you know, she, she's, 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 she's going to graduate from intern. So, so our co-producer <laughs> is, um, is reminding us that we want your contact information. So how do people get in contact with you? Cause you are a coach. Yes. You do help. We have a lot. I have a lot of, um, I guess colleagues that are trying to write books and things oh, like yeah. that. So, so how do people get in touch with you to get well, all this done? I think to find absolutely everything I do, the easiest way is Pamela Antoinette.com. Okay. And if you don't know how to spell Antoinette. <laughs> Just find I am empowered writer on all the social media outlets as well. So you okay. can reach me there. But my website is PamelaAntoinette.com and I am a publisher. So I have a publishing company, Tandem Light Press. I have a life coach training academy for people who want to become certified life coaches. Mm-hmm. It's an internationally approved um, program. Yeah. Um, so we've got people from all over the world joining the program. Uh-huh. Um, I am a college professor and my radio show is the live exchange radio. So you can find out all of that on Pamela Antoinette.com. Okay, right. good. So we're going to go, you guys remember that we're going to Pamela Antoinette.com. And of course my Facebook now is off. <laughs> so I don't even know how to do all this stuff. So well, anyway, yeah, coming to the end of the program. Yeah, it is towards Dr. the end, Pam, so we, we don't really have to worry about you it. Being here no and helping us out and <laughs> getting me on point here. Well yeah. anytime. <laughs> I, you guys, we have been you have been listening to another wonderful episode of Mind Your Business Radio. Radio. Your business, your family, your life. life. See you next week. All right.